All right, welcome to the Built Different Podcast. I am your host, Will May, team leader, real estate coach at Keller Williams Greater Omaha. First of all, I just want to say if you hop on, thank you for supporting and you're in for a great conversation today. This week we have Scott Bergman for Realty One on the yep. podcast, so I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been kind of following you on social media and understanding who you are, what you do. Uh, so I'm excited today just personally because I'm going to learn a lot because we're going to talk all things tech and SEO and AI, all the yeah. things that you kind of nerd out on. Uh-huh. From I've, I mean, I met you now a few weeks ago yeah. now on a panel, and so uh, I know how your brain works. I know you're very structured, so I align with that, but the things you know about, I don't know. So for sure. I'm excited sure. to hear about those kind of things. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for the invite. I'm super excited to be sitting, sitting across from you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I always start with a few questions. Yeah. And the first one I always ask is, if you could write a book today, just all the things you've been through in your life, what would you write about? Um, I'd probably write about uh, best uses of AI in real estate. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you've really like taken to that early and now, especially in the Omaha market, you're one of like the early adopters and helping yeah, teach yeah. and coach about it. You know, and um, yes, I, I, I adore it. I adore what it can do for realtors in their business. I mean, the biggest complaint from busy realtors is I need more of me or I need an assistant. I need help. And I, I think AI, um, if used properly, can be every ounce of any employee that you ever wanted for a lot less of the cost. And, and I'm excited for what it can do to the world of real estate and, and real estate professionals for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll hop into that conversation sure. much more depth when it comes to leverage because I think that's going to be a yeah. game changer over the next few years. Yeah. Um, second question is, you know, what is, from your perspective, whether it's the public or other agents, what's the biggest misconception of being a real estate agent? That real estate agents are dishonest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah huge misconception. I think, um, I think the... Uh, Good people are honest and others are not. Mm. And, I, and I think that's no different in our industry. I just think it's not uh, appreciated or recognized as much. And, um, you know, I can't, I can't be upset for, at people for their perceptions of real estate uh, professionals, but just like the ones that you help coach and, and the good ones out there, ultimately it, it starts with honesty. Yeah, so. that's good. And, that, and that's a totally different answer than we've got every yeah. single time. So I appreciate that take. And when it comes to sales, like sales people just in general yeah. don't have the greatest rap because you're have an agenda every mm-hmm. time you talk with somebody and that can carry into your personal life and different things like that. Mm-hmm. But you're right, like the the truly greats have a good reason they put their clients first and they're really there to solve problems, right? Yeah, and I think I think people get confused on how a transaction really works. We can sell as hard as we want, but we don't make the decisions. Yeah. The buyers buy, the sellers sell. We're the advisors. We shimp- the the great agents, or at least what I what I've found in in, in working with agents like yourself and the agents you, you produce and coach, is that they're we give all the tables of advice, all the options of advice, and and our job is number one. It's not to help people buy a home they love or sell a home for a price they love. That's not our number one job. Our number one job is to protect people. Yeah. Our number two job is to help them buy a home they love or sell a home for a price that they love. If we can do those two things, um, it it allows others to tell people about us and and bring them to us. If we simply um, just help people buy or sell houses without protecting them, I would never do a transaction again because no one would call me. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, for sure. Well, and your the, the second part of that is we've got to manage emotion mm. throughout the transaction. Yeah. Right? Like, uh-huh. it's so easy for agents, and, and you see this all the time, especially in your first few years, I get it, newer, but like, as you become more seasoned been in this industry, the job is mm. to take emotion away and understand what the facts are and what's the best route forward from where your client wanted to start in their end goal. Yeah. Because it gets rocky in there in, yeah. the, in the timeline. Yeah, absolutely. And I think my background in, in social work absolutely uh, helps me um, in that, in and out. But I think as, as the great agents end up, end up learning that, hey, you're across from what now is more than likely a friend 
and you're giving them advice, just like your friends call you any and every day. Give, give them the same advice that you would rationalize that emotion because every emotion is expected in real estate. The highs, is the highs, the lows, the lows, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And meet those emotions in the middle and then rationalize the feelings afterwards. And it's, it's really amazing what you can help people do when, when, you, when you learn how to do that. Yeah, that's, that's a, such a good uh, point. And on top of that, you've been through this process before. Uh-huh. They may only go through it a handful of times. Yeah. And so you've got to get ahead of that and say, hey, throughout this mm. process, you know, at point A, B, and C, you may feel these ways. Yeah. We're going ha- to stop, be, be still for a minute, yeah. and then we're going to move forward on that. And so yeah. it's giving that, you know, explaining the journey. You've been through it before and then helping them through it. Amen. Right? Yep. Um, all right, cool. So when it comes to the market and where we're at today, like, mm-hmm. interest rates are high. People are freaking out in terms yeah. of the agents and from the general public. Where do you see this market going and what are you seeing happening right now? I mean, ultimately, the people have to understand first and foremost what was the market before they can understand what today's market is. What was the market was an absolute anomaly. The past two to three years uh, wasn't an anomaly. Look at any of the stats and statistics. It was a great, great time to have your real estate license and um, use money from a bank over the past three years. So anomaly is over. Um, it's normalizing, and, and I think the great agents use that term because that's exactly what it's doing. We're still average. We're actually below average for an interest rate over the last 25 years if you, if you dig deeper. The hard part is what is the media focus on? The media is focusing on how difficult things are right now. And let's be honest, I'm going to ask the question, does the media ever focus on anything else? I, I don't, I don't, I've yet to see a news channel that is simply ha- uh, butterflies and, and uh, happiness. Um, I'd, prob- I'd probably tune in the news a little bit more if it was. <laughs> Um, but I expect the media to do that. I expect, I'm, I'm thankful for misinformation. Yeah. Because it, it, it allows um, fantastic professionals like, like you and I to, to bring, the, bring the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and by bringing the truth and understanding it in depth, it separates us if you think about it. Yep. If you're one of those, those agents who fall in line with what the media is, is telling you or one of those buyers or sellers who are receiving the misinformation from the, the, the media and not seeking or have a, a real estate professional to seek for honest advice, Man, I'm thankful for that because it leaves people like like the agents around us that can take a look at that information and reach out and honestly guide people through. So as as disheartening as sometimes it gets to hear what the world wants to put out, I'm, I'm thankful for it because it allows me to bring the truth when I sit across from people and they ask honest questions out of fear. Yeah, and set the expectation that we are going to find the best opportunity for you in this market. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of this entire thing Yeah, is to be able to sit down. Every situation is different. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because I'll talk to agents now and there's a fear of, do you see people exiting our industry very quickly, right? Uh-huh. There's a fear of there's no deals. The markets are extremely challenging. I don't you know, know where to generate leads uh-huh. from, all this different stuff. And so what I've seen happen over the last three years is we've seen a decrease in units by 20% three years in a row. Ooh. What happened year one is 20% decrease in units, but volume went up. So Mm -hmm. we don't feel it too much. Happens again the second year, 20% decrease in units, yet volume continues to, you know, to trickle up a little yeah. bit, so you have to sell us houses, but you're still getting paid, right? Yeah, amen. Because volumes are, but now rates went up in another decrease of 20%. So now all of a sudden we've seen people that haven't been systematic in their approach starting to exit the business mm-hmm. because it used to be very simple and easy. Yes. People would raise their hand, hey, I'm ready to buy or sell, I'm gonna help you, and then we go transact business. Yeah, right, right now we're having to learn how to do what this crazy thing called follow-up is, right? Yeah. And have a systematic approach. Yeah, absolutely. So how are you kind of dealing with that over the last three years? You've been doing this for five. Yep. How have you been, you know, continuing to grow Mm -hmm. in a market that's decreasing in units? Sure. Um, I think think you're dead on. I think the last two or three years brought along a lot of transactions and a lot of transactional 
relationships. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is, those are in the, I'm thankful those are going away. I'm thankful that my business has never been transactional. It's always been relationship-based. And I'm thankful that those who, I'm, I'm, I feel for those who stayed exclusive to transactional and I encourage them to build relationships. And when you really break down relationships, you can take a look at them as a transaction from a different viewpoint. When, when you have a transaction in your bank account, only one or two things can happen. It can either be a withdrawal or a deposit, nothing else. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at relationships just like that, I can either make a deposit in the relationship bank account from this conversation today and many more, or withdraw based on this conversation. But it's only one of those two things. Take that transactional mindset, unfortunately, if you had it, and put it into your relationships and ask yourself the question. If I want to start building relationships, mm -hmm. how do I get the people around me to how do I increase my frequency or significance in my my deposits in their relationship bank account? And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's more than likely not those just because the just sold and just listed posts aren't coming anymore. It's those deeper connections. Hey, how you been? Uh, it's your birthday. I saw your kiddo playing uh, baseball. I saw those photos. Yeah, it it you you need to look at people and focus on the, the relationships as a transaction, but with the intent of making nothing but deposits in that relationship bank right. account. So, so then when you're asking yourself, and you're looking at this about the fourth quarter, right, it's working on your business time, you're taking a look at your business plan, you should be asking yourself, get away from, sure, we know the units and the numbers and the volume and the GCI you need to make. Okay, what is your, what is your client love plan? What does your relationship plan look like? If you could legitimately make a plan to make significant deposits in the people that you love, how would you do that? Mm -hmm. What would they expect from you? And what's your love language? What's theirs? What can you do to, to, to reach out instead of the, the random emails and, and uh, the listing um, uh, posts? What are we really talking about here? We're talking about people, and people want help, and they need you. Stay in front of them in ways that are just organic to you. Connect with them over the things that brought them to you, not just real estate anymore. Um, so you need to be really thinking deeply about, okay, yes, we've now switched over into higher valued relationships, and how am I going to bring higher value to my relationships? Yeah, this is so good. Like, yeah. That should be heard throughout every area of your life, too. The deposits and mm -hmm. withdrawals, right? Yeah. Because here's what happens. like if, Especially if it's real estate and the market we were in is simple, right? Yeah. As you build those deposits, those positive deposits, guess what? how much respect and rapport you have built mm -hmm. when you have to have the tough conversation. Yeah. Because this business is full of tough conversations in the market we're going into. Yeah. It may not have been, you may not have had to have many of them before, yeah. but we're moving into a market where we have to be agents and be, have, be skilled. Yeah. And we're at the, some conversations that are a little bit challenging sometimes, which mm -hmm. means we have to be professionals and we have to have, have had those deposits in and place. Yeah, you're right. We have had Make to a great point. Have, have earned trust from the people that you're working with for them, for you to be able to tell them. And, I, and most people, I would honestly think that the best thing that a great agent could ever say to somebody isn't the yeses, it's the noes. Mm. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, based on the goals that we talked about in our initial meeting, I, I just don't think this one's the one. Sure. Don't be upset with me. But I, I heard what you said to me. I heard what the goals are. This is something about this one isn't right. Yeah. I, I guarantee agents, if they make that active decision to vocalize that, will earn way more trust than they ever would by saying yes to every single house. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, and to wrap kind of that that little conversation up on the market, yeah. the other thing I think is important to the agent base we're talking to, we're all going to set a goal units. We're all mm -hmm. going to have some sort of goal we're chasing next year. Yeah. Right. And so it's important that you know you surround yourself with other people that maybe have the same mindset. Yes. And we have a more much more systematic approach to doing these things. Yeah. But don't ever get it wrong, twisted. At the end of the day, you're probably going after some sort of goal that's between twenty, 
to 150 for yeah, yourself without in, a doubt. in terms of your own personal production yeah there are in the four surrounding counties 22,000 units wow. they're there okay uh -huh. the business is still there we may have went from 31,000 over the last three years to 22 23,000 yeah they're still there you're 40 or there mm -hmm. right and so don't let every all the noise you're hearing be the thing that allows you to not go get those 40. amen right i, I agree with that um okay cool i want to hop into all things ai because i'm like ready to get on that conversation how did you become so passionate about the AI? Did you, is this like over the last one year, two years? When did this start? Um, probably within the last year. I, like everybody else, heard about ChatGPT, jumped on it, was blown away. And then my mind, you know, my background's in operations in, in the military as well as social work. So it's got this crazy combination of humans and, and, and process. And so when I started going down the pathway, like really testing it, like challenging it like anything new, anything you've ever done new is challenging. How far can you push it? Like what... Can you think deeper? And I, and I, I really think at, agents need to be thinking linear with AI as compared to transactional. And I say that because most people, most agents and, and people in general are so used to going to AI and just asking onesie, twosie questions. Mm -hmm. But you need to be thinking process. Everything that you couldn't do before today, you can do now. You just have to learn how to ask the right questions and prompt the, the system to do so and get the right tools. So, so with AI, I mean, obviously, everyone's used to ChatGPT mm -hmm. and you can do a world of difference just with that, and I'll, I'll just throw a little plug here. If you want like the easy button for ChatGPT as a platform, um, I highly encourage you, uh, one, share this podcast with your friends and get keywords everywhere. Mm -hmm. If you're not getting keywords everywhere as an extension, it's like 15 bucks for an entire year. That's more than the cup of coffee that I spent on coming here. Yeah. Um, and get that extension, put it on your browser because it's gonna open up your SEO, your Google, and you're gonna get automatic prompts from ChatGPT just by a few clicks of a button. The questions of what should I be asking AI are gone. Mm -hmm. um, it, you can do everything from SEO to blogs to email writing to script writing to whatever you can think of. Um, two things, share this podcast and then add the Keywords Everywhere extension. Okay, add it to, so act as mm -hmm. if I don't know anything you're talking about. Yeah. Um, if I'm an agent that's just getting into this, yeah. what, add it to what? Go to Google, go to Google, uh, spell G-O-O-G-L-E. Um, <laughs> go ahead and in the search bar, type in Keywords Everywhere. First thing that pops up, okay. um, click it and um, it'll walk you through how to add an extension of Keywords Everywhere to your Chrome. I say use Chrome, you can use a couple of the browsers. You can yeah. use Chrome. Add it to your extension um, and then purchase a subscription, which is like 15 bucks for the first year or 100,000 credits or something like that. Um, so Google, get the extension, add it to your extension, and then simply refresh your screen. What you're going to notice, one of two things. You're gonna, when you go into the Google search, like if I wanted to find out right now what keywords that you're ranking for and how I can chase you down, mm -hmm. I can do it in like 10 seconds flat. I simply go and Google certain terms or Google your name, and it'll show me exactly what terms people are using on Google to find you or are more likely to find you. And then with that, with that information and data, what do I do with it? I double down on it. That becomes every ounce of my content strategy. Right now, agents are building their marketing strategies because they sh could be, they, they should be, you shouldn't be wasting until December or beginning of January to your business plan. Like business ended yesterday and it starts today. Like there's no, there's no in between. Mm -hmm. So you should be putting your business plan together and a big piece of that needs to be, needs to be marketing. And point blank, now consumers are often going to Google before they go to their best friend or people around them to, to find a realtor. And you've got to be putting yourself out there using the tools, specifically AI tools, specifically keywords everywhere, and, and grabbing that information. Well, great. Now that I've found the information, what do I do with it? Yep. So you take that information. This is where AI really, really gets handy. 
You've now got this information. You can simply go over to ChatGPT and ask it very simple questions. One, when you're using AI or you specifically ChatGPT, you're going to want to make sure you do a few things first. One, tell it who it is. You are a content creator. You are a blog writer. You are an expert real estate advisor. Give it an identity before you start any chat. Because if you ask it random questions, it's like, it, it, you got to remember, if you have ADD, so does your AI. <laughs> you ask it very formulated questions. Give it a role first, an expectation. Tell it who you are. My name is Scott Bergman. I'm a real estate professional in Omaha, Nebraska, and I love helping buyers and sellers. Then give it a little bit of a tone. Tell a little bit about you. I'm engaging, um, authentic, and a little short. Okay. Give it a little information about you so it knows how to output that information, communicate in a way that sounds like you. So if I can do that with every single prompt that I go to ChatGPT and do, I'm really setting the framework for how I want it to communicate. Then I ask my questions, right? So you always give it a role, you tell it who you are, and then you give it a little bit of the tonality that you want out of the platform. Then you go in and ask those prompts. Hey, I just copied and pasted all this information from Google. Help me use this as, and build a content strategy. It'll give you ideas. Ideas are great. I can, you and I can bounce a million ideas off of each other, right. but we don't know what to do with it. Great. Thank you for all those ideas. I really like this one. I really like the blog writing, for example. I'm not a writer by nature, but AI loves to do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, let's go with blogs. And from that point on, you're going back to that same chat to ask those engaging questions on, on using those keywords to build blogs. And when I said, People, agents need to be a little bit more linear in their processes, not just with AI earlier. What I, what I really want agents to, to figure out is, look, you don't got to be doing multiple things to be doing a lot. So, for example, when you think about a linear process, what you could really do is some simple content like a blog based on some keywords is, okay, now ChatGPT has now written your blog. That blog, you then go ask ChatGPT to write me a 15-second script uh, for Instagram and TikTok that I can read guiding people back to my blog. Um, then I'm going to take that video and I'm going to say, okay, ChatGPT, now write me a blast email that's going to have the hyperlinks to this video that guides people back to this video and the blog. And then, you know what, I'm going to do that three times a week. Um, every Friday, I'm going to go to my ChatGPT and say, hey, here's the three pieces of content I brought this week. Can you write me a newsletter from this week simply regurgitating all the content that I've done? You've taken one piece of content, you've diced it up in a 15-second script, you put it on a blog, and now you put it in a blast email. That was one piece of content that's sent, it spent, I took three and a half minutes to explain that. Agents can take 20 minutes to execute, and you're layering your content and putting that stuff everywhere. So I know that was a lot, but you really got to ask yourself, how can I do AI is going to allow you to do a little and get a lot, mm -hmm. point blank. Just do a little bit, ask it how you can do more, and simply follow, simply follow the process. Yeah, so using tech and AI, that was a great explanation, by the way. Thank you. Y'all should just rewind that. Let's do it three or yeah. four times and execute You know what, this is the whole po podcast again. Yeah, yeah. Just, and, and just implement, pause uh -huh. and do the things. Yeah. Um, how would you use that in order to, okay, so... As agents, we want to do all the things. Yeah. Right? So we want, like you just said, mm -hmm. I think what you said was important. Take one piece and spread it out everywhere. Yeah. Right? But we want to, like, give market stats. We want to give yeah. a lot of events. We want to yeah. do every single thing. Yeah. Do you focus more on, like, this is who I am and I want to focus on being the, the king of this one thing? Or are you spread out pretty? I love this. I lo um, so, okay, uh, I would say pause the podcast after this and really listen up. Imagine yourself at a table. Imagine you can put as many chairs around you with employees as you want. Ask yourself first and foremost, which employees do I want more? Marketing, uh, 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 transaction assistant, so on and so forth. Okay, write that down on a sheet of paper. Then when you go into chat GPT, you're going to open up a new chat and you're going to assign a role 
this, you are my marketing assistant, you know, open the next new chat. You are my transaction coordinator, you know, open the next chat. You are my market stat professional, open another chat. So I'm creating my table. When I go engage with the platform about market stats, I'm going to my market insight professional, mm -hmm. the chat box, and I'm asking those questions. Because I, if I go and just word vomit a bunch of any and everything into chat GPT, no wonder it gives you poor out because he has no idea what you're talking about. Your best friend wouldn't even have an idea what you're talking about. So assign your table. You can now put as many professionals around you as you want. And then you go and engage and feed those content uh, boxes or those chat boxes with new information. When you're going to grab market stats, go back to your market stage stat chat box and say, hey, the average home in uh, uh, Omaha or Nebraska right now is $343,000. Let's talk about that. If I want to go do a blog, or I'm going to go do my, my marketing piece of it. So you can do as much as you want to do or as little as you want to do. Just start looking at your AI as, as your fellow employees and engage with them like you were sitting at a table with those different professionals. I wouldn't talk to my marketing professional about market stats, would I? Yeah. So why are we doing it with our, our, our chats. It, yeah. may, it may seem silly, but you're like once that's un unlocked in your head, you're like, oh, I guess I'm gonna start doing that. Such a different way of thinking of, mm -hmm. you know, of leverage. Yeah, absolutely. Especially early on, if you're an individual agent that's looking to hire eventually, but like don't know where to start. Yeah. Well, first of all, you can probably get a plan. Amen. Yeah, amen. <laughs> but secondly, you already have the, the resources to to probably satisfy some of the needs you have. Absolutely. Pretty early. Um, I had another question there about uh, a different leverage piece, but mm -hmm. um, so for you, when you're moving through like your AI, your content creation, yeah. and different strategies, are you setting a different strategy every single year? No. Or are you pretty consistent in terms of what you built over the past five years? Um, so I, I, one, how do I know what the people? I know what Scott likes. I don't know what the people like. Mm -hmm. Look at your analytics. I can talk about peanut butter and jelly in an empty room. That doesn't mean the world's going to like it. Mm -hmm. So. Put out content that is authentically you. People can recognize authenticity, but you gotta pay attention to what they crave. My friends enjoy any and all conversations, at least they tell me they do with me. But when it comes to being a professional, people come to your Instagram page, your Facebook page, or whatever it may be, for very specific reasons because you're talking about very specific topics. Look at your analytics, let your analytics feed what you should talk more about. If my market stat videos are getting more notice than my uh, um, than my funny content, then I'm going to talk about more more about market stats. If my funny content is getting a little bit more play, I'm going to have more fun. Mm -hmm. you, you won't know any of that without do, with, with doing nothing. If you don't have a marketing strategy that includes social media, yet, let alone video, you're really missing out because how do you know what the world needs or wants from you if you're not putting enough out there, fall forward and take a look at your analytics to see what people really like and just do more of that. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. I've heard a lot of people say um, that you can't use AI for like local market stats. That, that's, um, well, that one, switch, it switched up a little bit. Now, I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'm not gonna trust AI for market stats. I'm gonna trust me. Mm -hmm. So they did, ChatGPT now added the Bing um, search browser back to their platform. However, guys, like, if you don't want your clients going to Google for the answers you could give them, don't go to Google for the answers that you want. Like, you've got the data in front of you. Go take out, you look at your market stats. Here's the deal. Every single month on, um, I think it's the third of the month, third of the sixth, new stats come out in our market. Go grab your cities. Every single, I'm giving you my secrets. This is exactly what I'm doing. I'm, you can, everybody pause right now. Be prepared. Write this down. See if you can do it better than me. If you can, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Go into the MLS. Find your three favorite cities. Grab the average close price, the uh, average percent of list price, and the average days on market. Stuff to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Go over to ChatGPT. Write me a 15-second or 30-second script about these stats here and just sit behind the camera and say them out loud. Mm. That's it. 
you have all the information. You have to remember that AI is really, really smart, but it doesn't do anything you don't ask it to. If you're scared to do videos because you don't know what to say, AI can help you. If you're scared to do videos because you don't know how to say it, AI can help you. Building a marketing strategy, AI can help you. But you, you got to do it. Mm -hmm. AI can, can get you really busy, but it doesn't mean you're going to do more production. You've got to execute. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So that's my thought. So I thought that was really important that you said to give it a role, tell mm -hmm. who you are. Do you have to do that on every prompt, or is it just like when you start asking questions for that session? Here's, here's the good news. So I'm going to tap on that Keywords Everywhere extension. The Keywords Everywhere extension, when you're going to click these prompts, automatically gives it a role that you give it. So you get this Keywords Everywhere extension, like, and it, down, the, down the road I could probably come back and we can talk a little bit deeper about yeah. this. But you get that extension and you never have to write a prompt again. You simply click the button, add it to your browser. It'll show up in ChatGPT at the bottom left of your screen. It'll be a K. Mm -hmm. Click that, and it's all templates. You click the drop-down that says you want SEO. Then it asks you, what about SEO do you want? Keyword strategy, okay. what about keyword strategy do you want? Well, I want a, 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 key, a content calendar. Click it. Put your topic in. Click enter. Done. So if you never want to write a prompt again, which is everybody's complaining about bad output, you simply have bad input, which gets you bad output. Yeah. If, you don't, if you're not the type to think of prompts like that, um, then... Boom! Like I would definitely get that extension, and kind of, and kind of go from there. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, I feel like we've had like seventeen different things people can do. Uh huh. Today, without to, a doubt, just to make this a little bit more simple, mm -hmm. are you only using it for maybe some strategy ideas and content creation? Oh man, um, no, um, any and everything. Now, ChatGPT as a whole, am I'm just using for the strategy and and I guess the the text based um, content. Content. Yeah. I use a wealth of of AI platforms, Opus, Opus AI, chat PDF, you know, if I have a new contract in and I want to throw it in a PDF reader that's that I can engage with, mm -hmm. chatpdf.com, $5 a month. You, if you don't have a transaction coordinator, boom, there you go, $5 a month, put that contract in there, ask it specific questions, closing date, earnest deposit, doesn't matter. Um, there's, there's a ton of AI out called? there. Chatpdf.com. Go get it, $5 a month, put um, do documents. If you're going to read new statute, Put that in there and ask and engage it. You can engage with it like in like any sort of AI platform. Um, Opus Clips for videos, I absolutely love. Um, I mean, any and everything I'm using as much AI as Are I Are you using AI to create graphics? Um, yes. Yeah, so Canva just released their mm -hmm. uh, can, their their Magic Studio, which has got a ton. If you're an agent, I guarantee you use Canva. Um, jump into that. That's super super fun. So ways to use that one you can go if you're creating blog content um and you can't think of a thumbnail image go in and say i'm writing a blog about x to ask chat gpt first give me a prompt that i can go use in an, a text to image prompt mm -hmm. grab that prompt go over paste that into your text to image be it canva canva magic or dolly or whatever yeah. image generator they are and now you got thumbnails um or just some random graphics to put on there so yes i'm using Anything I get my hands on. I'm giving workshops for seven straight hours on teaching agents about AI. So, um, yeah. Yeah, this is really good. Um, if you can't tell, this conversation went really quick. There's mm -hmm. like four or five different points. I was like, we could go deeper there. Yeah. So this is a more high level. I'm sure I'm going to have to have you on monthly. This I'm is, cool with that. We have a lot of stuff that Let's we could probably go through because this is a big problem right now when we, go, when we think about... Um, our agent base wanting to have content creation and know where to start. They don't know how, 
some people hate being behind the video, right? Yeah. And so getting them out of their comfort zone a little bit, um, I think we could probably structure this stuff out a little bit more to make it um, a little bit more appealing for agents to have an easier path to go down because it's overwhelming. Like, yeah. Where do I start with AI? Yeah. I don't know what to do. Um, so um, I appreciate this conversation. Yeah, sure. One question as we kind of wrap up um, off the AI subject, if you could go back five years to your first day in real estate, Ooh. what would you tell yourself and how would you, you know, encourage and coach yourself now, knowing what you know? Uh, you is being used enough. Uh, when you come in this industry, and, and at no fault of their own, people give you their path. They say, just do this, go my path, do, call, make these calls, call these types of people, say these scripts, and it'll work. That did work for you. Come in and simply be you, um, and, and really own authenticity in this industry, because I think it's very rare, and it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. So I would tell, look myself in the mirror and say, man, start with you, not anything else. I promise everything will fall. Fall, fall in line. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that's extremely good advice. Um, and when we talk to our database and the folks that we know, I always tell people like, there is numbers behind this. You can turn your database to 10%. If you're not turning it 10%, it's either frequency, authenticity, not bringing you mm, to them, or value good. pieces. You're speaking the wrong language to the wrong people, right? That's really and good. And so if you can look at those three things in terms of your content creation, your marketing strategy, make sure that those three things align with the group of people that you're, you know, putting your message out to. Yeah, 100% right. Yeah. I think it's really important. So look, I really appreciate you hopping on today. I know you're busy, a little on the way. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah, so that's exciting. By the time this is out, you'll be you yeah. know, in the new father world. Oh again. yeah, right, so, cool. Um, look, I appreciate you hopping on. Everybody that decided to hop on and listen, share this, go back, listen to mm -hmm. it, pause it, execute on things we talked about today, and thanks for hopping on today. See you.